Hello, everybody. Welcome back, dear listener, singular, um, <laughs> to River Dinks. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. And I'm Bella. And Bella, can we get that famous theme song, please? River Dinks. River Dinks. It really would have been great if I had learned one of the American Psycho songs. Please. But I could not recreate any of those songs for you. I have no memory of what they sounded like. They were very catchy. Gucci. Well, that one was catchy. They weren't very memorable. No. As anticipated by me, because I listened to two-thirds of the soundtrack, I was like, these aren't that good. Um, Sorry, Roberto. We will still have you on the podcast if you want. Um, so generous. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Um, well, let's let's actually get into it. I've decided. Um, this week's episode was season six, episode seventeen, titled "Chapter One Hundred Twelve: American Psychos." It was directed by Gabriel Correa and written by Tessa Lee Williams and Greg Murray. And it originally aired on June 12th, 2022. And this is what happened. It's SlaughterCon, the serial killer convention being hosted in the Babylonium in order to track down or catch TBK. The union strike is still on. Going great. Jughead is also still in the bunker. He was fucking not in this episode. He really wasn't. There's one scene. I just realized. Well... Jackhead's in the bunker, still hearing things. Uh, Tony tells Cheryl that she is getting married and also that she's having a bachelorette party at the dance party after party after the serial killer convention and invites her to go with her. And Cheryl does not take it very well. Kevin is performing musical numbers from American Psycho the Musical. Who was that written by? Um, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa uh and they are while the numbers are happening betty and co are like in the crowd they're trying to find tbk trying to look for signs of suspicious folks she sees somebody dressed as the black hood holding out a knife walking towards her but turns out it was just a weirdo and it wasn't even a real killer um percival persuades all of the striking workers to come back to work and he also gets a nosebleed when he does it notable Cheryl and Kevin curse Tony and Fang's wedding um, or their union. Also, upon realizing that all the workers have been persuaded, Tabitha and Archie decide to gather up all the workers' families and come sing them a song um, to remind them who they're striking for. And they figured that it's harder for Percival to persuade so many people at once that they might be able to break it. And they do. Um, Agent Drake tells Betty that she's into her. Betty then has a suggestive dream about Miss Drake. And then Veronica (laughs) tells Betty not to go for it. She says, don't. We'll get there. Yeah, We'll get there. Um, TBK calls Betty when she's in an interview on stage with Alice and he says that this ends with you and me at a kiss in the dark. That's got to be a reference to something. It was too weird. We can look it up. I'll look it up. Um, Katie Keene mentioned Veronica's throwing the bachelorette party for Tony at the after party dance party thing. She's the absinthe is flowing. 
Um, the girlies have a sleigh together is what I've written, meaning they all do a musical number that was pretty good. Uh, Cheryl and Kevin's curse turns out was to make baby Anthony very sick. And they're like, uh oh. And so Heather comes and fixes it with her advanced witch powers. Um, there's another musical number during the dance party. Uh, Betty sees TBK, but it's not really him. It's actually part of Kevin's performance. Um, Cheryl and Heather have songs. Um, <laughs> Betty says that she does not want like a picket fence life with Archie. And then he's like, we'll talk about this later. Um, and then Lily Reinhardt, no, Betty sings one more song. <laughs> I wrote Lily Reinhardt, Voice of an Angel, which is why <laughs> I said that. But um, she was in Hustlers. She was really good. Um, Betty sings a beautiful ballad. Uh, all the while, we're seeing clips of her facing off with TBK, who has invaded her childhood home and also kidnapped or like tied up Charles and Alice and set up like a dinner date for her in the garage. And he's like, you have to put the mask on. And he has another TBK mask for her. And then she kills him instead. Mm. Huge win. Betty killed. Um, and then she goes to Archie and she says, I love you so much. And they kiss and they're in love. And it's awful for everybody involved. Shame on everybody involved. Um, thanks. And that's the whole episode, pretty much felt light for some reason despite a lot happening i didn't write down some of this stuff like how drake was giving a talk on people who are attracted to killers i feel like it details. felt like partly because the main plot of like the percival is gonna cause the apocalypse blah 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 i feel like that barely like didn't really move yeah at all yeah like yeah, they sure. learned to sing <laughs> I had really high expectations for this episode. Oh wait, wait, wait! Maybe Did you guys like it? Yes or no? And then it's, continue. It's good. It's okay. I did. I say no. Wow. I know. Hard. I'm an easy it's customer. Okay. But I, I'll explain. We'll get there. Continue, Allie. I had really high expectations, just because I thought, it, and like, I mean. Maybe I had too high of an expectation that I thought that they wouldn't have Veronica fucking ruin everything. <laughs> um, like, really, like, um, I ruined my think life. The serial killer fan convention was fun, and I guess. I mean, I don't really know what I expected it to be like, but I, that was like, I guess, what it could have been. Um, Archie is still intact. That's all I can say about this. What did you guys think? Just overall uh, thoughts. I enjoyed it simply because we got to see a good amount of Agent Drake. True. All right. Um, but I but I feel like the rest of the plots felt kind of empty or mm. kind of small and then was not into the music at all no um i did kind of like the end with tbk though i thought it was kind of stupid him being suddenly like we're soulmates i feel like that 
was less of his thing in the past like it felt more romantic in Mm. this context of like we will end up together like we're meant to be together whereas in the past I feel like it was yeah whereas in the past it's just been like we are like you're gonna be my protege like we are like we are like meant to be serial killers like working Mm -hmm. together in some way I don't know that just felt kind of weird but I did like the um that wrapping up that storyline yeah um I didn't love it and I think most of that is because of I had extremely high expectations just like overall it's late in the game we've had incredible episodes several in a row um it's a fucking musical episode come on really let me down on that front because I didn't like the songs and I didn't like the context they were doing them and it was just Kevin singing them and it's like I hate Kevin right now so much yeah yeah and it's like whatever and then the and I know this was episode was like about TVK, but it's true. Like the whole Percival plot that seemed really, really inconsequential. Also, I didn't like the convention. I thought the convention was gonna be better. You know, like the scene where they where they were making Archie the strongest man in the world. Yeah. In the episode, and they kept just cutting through clips of him doing bizarre stuff. I wanted yeah. stuff like that. More of that where they yeah. were like, and here is Dr. Pearl doing the autopsy. Yeah, they just kind of listed it. Yeah. It wasn't Our- very camp. No, I, mean, I feel like it wasn't. We didn't Strap. see a ton of it. We really just saw the stage mm-hmm. happening, and like, we did get that weird guy who was like, "Please sign my gun from Eastlay," which I did like. But um, yeah, also the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I know also part of it is like they have the IP, they have the IP like rights usage for nothing, like yeah. in terms of horror. Yeah but I wish they had been able to do something there, but I know that makes sense that they could. I mean, I, I mean like, when they like reference like Nightmare on Elm Street, like they say it, do they have to pay, do you think? I think probably imagery is different than saying it. True. But like they had people show up in like bunny masks and bunny, like why can't they just be like, here's an exhibit about the bunny murderer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wanted to see like some big serial The bunny yeah. mask from season four by the way yeah in the hallway is like the same one which is exciting um or like even just like more weird fans of like the serial killers from Riverdale like I know they talked about like the Black Hood and stuff I wanted like more like like weird stuff I don't know yeah and when there was like weird stuff they'd be like that's so weird and it's like you guys are throwing the convention you are (laughs) doing like it's lame yeah, I was just very disappointed, and also like, like, like stake through the heart, absolute chaos, agony, misery, sorrow over the state of Miss Betty Cooper. I Veronica's fucking. What's problem. her fucking? She just problem. annihilated Betty's latent interest in women by being like a Dubon to let go of Archie, and then she shamed. Agent Drake for it? Yeah, she was that like, keep your libido away. Like, that was, like, that so was disturbing. The part that, yeah, that felt like crossing the line for me. Because I think it's one thing to be like, like, I don't agree with it, but I think it's one thing to say to Betty, like, you're in a strong relationship with Archie. 
like just because things have been a little bit rocky recently and now this seems like the grass is greener on the other side stick with this relationship like whatever that's one thing yeah but to be like you're like you're attracted to this woman don't be and now I'm gonna go over (laughs) to this woman and be like how like keep your libido in check like quit like yeah that was terrible also, I hated the way they were lining it up, lining it up at the end, or she was like, I don't think I can be with you. I have this like darkness and it's like, is she going to go embrace her incredible, evil, murderous darkness would be with this woman? Yeah. <laughs> or is she going to stay true to her lightness and stay with Archie yeah, and be a was, housewife? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. That was rough uh, for me. That was not great. Even though she did, yeah, and that, along with the culmination of the TBK thing, too, she's like, I am not like you, TBK. I am not gay. I will kill, I kill you. I kill my gayness. It's bad. Not the way I wanted it. I mean, it was cool that she used her dad's gun. And And she got to kill him. She did get to kill him. Just like, say, arrested or something. Um, But it wasn't what I wanted, I guess. I was seeing some people were mad that we didn't get to see like the actual unmasking but we already mm, saw yeah. him unmasked and it's just some guy what did we remember see, did we bingo see, kill yeah. he's not wearing a mask yeah for bingo um, kill yeah I mean there's really? something different about like like the unmasked like seeing him like do it like that would have yeah been cool. no he's just remember he's the construction worker or yeah. whatever oh yeah He's unmasked during all of that. He's just some guy. I like that does kind of annoy me. I was hoping that the guy with the gun and the knife was gonna be like the the TBK's son or something. Yeah. <laughs> like I was hoping it would somehow tie in, but I think yeah. he's just some guy. Yeah, it was just some guy, and they didn't even have like. It's just lame. Yeah. Or not suboptimal, subpar. Can we hear from Chony Corner? Yeah. So they get so Tangs is getting married. <laughs> um so awful. <laughs> um, Cheryl was like, let's like try to break him up. Um and she's like, I'm gonna be stupid and not like myself and not plan in advance to try and make sure the baby isn't harmed by doing it and she's like let's leave it up to the universe not very like her i think um, and fucks that up nice riverdale reference to like the colic stuff yeah. like that but the fact that heather has to come in and like help and like and it's like oh it's so bad like the fact that so frustrating like that's like Cheryl's only option to like try to like this isn't particular and then when she's like um I really thought Tony and I were meant to be but it really is you Heather it's like throwing away five seasons five and a half seasons of I mean it would be five seasons because throwing away five seasons of Choni history background through thick and thin 
to just be like, yeah, Heather's like the one for me. It's like so despicable. She even ropes Kevin in to try to put a stop to it, but like she ends up hurting this baby. She invites Heather to the bachelorette party. It's just quite sad because I really, Twitter led me to believe, like some of the Twitter spoilers I saw led me to believe that um, Choni cheated on their significant others with each other Damn. in this episode. So I was, maybe that's part, like not that I thought that was going to happen. <laughs> not that I wanted, also not that I wanted them to like cheat. Like I didn't want, like, like it's not, it'd be unlike both of them, but they really, like it seems like it's over. I mean, I think Tang's is like so bad for both parties involved and maybe Heather's going to be evil or whatever, but let's put it a little differently. Spirits. What do you guys think? Am I off the mark here? I wish Cheryl knew there was a middle ground between dating someone else and poisoning the first literally, person's baby. Literally. <laughs> Look at what she knew. And like, she's like, well, that didn't work. So I guess I'm stuck with you here. It's like, <laughs> and then they sleep together. It's fine. <laughs> I still, my faith is wavering in Choni Endgame, but I still, I still think it could very easily happen. The amount of times they go back and forth on relationships in this show is unparalleled. Yeah. The amount of times they're like, Archie and Veronica, one and only forever, and they're having sex also, that's all they did, but, um, and they're back together and they're in love, and then two episodes later, it's like, it's over. Like, they, like, they really... Yeah, I mean, I think if Tony's ever going to happen again, like, it's a strong moment for it to happen. Like, it's not as hopeless as, like, when Jamie's the last spring or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's never going to happen again. Yes. But it's... I still think Heather's going to end up being evil. I hope so. Give her <laughs> something. Like, she, I just... So boring. I, yeah, I just find her so not fun to watch who's so great and it's like they don't yeah match up. if this were like kevin's new boyfriend or something like if it were like <laughs> that, that would work. like like if it were just someone that i'm like i don't like if i found the person equally unappealing but they were with someone that i didn't care that much about or i found like problematic that's one thing but i've really grown to like cheryl mm -hmm. so to put her with someone so blockbuster yeah and to then and to not address it and then to have her be like like i said this earlier but she when she says it's plain as day that i'm drawn to you i shouted no the fuck it isn't because yeah. <laughs> it's not they have no chemistry and i just and i just find her very Maybe it's because we haven't gotten enough backstory, but it's just like, oh, she's a librarian. That's all we know. She's a witch. I mean, we should know her witch. parents died or whatever. Yeah. We actually got like more background from her immediately than we did from Tony for like three seasons. That's a good point. See, but Tony was more compelling. Yeah. Tony is Vanessa Morgan. Do you guys wow. think that Agent Drake might be evil? I hope not. Gave her, she did give her like little symposium and i'm worried that they're like she's actually like maybe she's in the bed because she thought that he was in or something like that yeah i thought that was kind of the implication if anything yeah. is that it's like she's interested in betty partly because she can sense betty's darkness or whatever 
that's what I thought the implication was too, but I didn't think it was necessarily leading to something. I thought it was just adding to the unfortunate uh, associations between queerness and being evil in this episode. Yeah. I mean, not shied away before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Yeah. I felt like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel it's an interesting episode. Going from her dream about her to the end of the episode. <laughs> we go back. Sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. I just saw a picture of a cat named So Fucking Ugly. <laughs> it says, So Fucking Ugly, 16 February. Why is my hamster so fucking ugly? But it's not a hamster, it's a little cat. You can't even see He's so ugly. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Bella, continue. No, that was for the podcast. Sorry. You were you were in the middle of talking. You were saying going from the dream she had about her to the end of the episode, and then you cut off. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I cut myself off. Um, <laughs> yeah, going from the dream she had about her to where we ended up at the end of the episode, it's like never been so high, never been so low, never never like ah. Uh, yeah, like I didn't want it to be that they, well, I mean, I didn't, I, I'm glad that it wasn't that, oh, she cheats on Archie with Drake, because then right. that's, that's never a good way to start a romance. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's not good. But I feel like it could have been interesting at least to have it, like where she's really starting to reckon with like, oh, I really am attracted to this person. I actually really did like the whole thing about where she's talking to Veronica before Veronica decides to be the worst person ever. And it's like, when she says, like, with Archie, I have to compartmentalize. I can't be fully Mm -hmm. myself. And I feel like with Drake, I don't have to do that. And I can kind of be more who I am. And I feel like that's a really fair point of, like, a real issue in their relationship. compelling and it bothered me that veronica was just like everyone does that with everyone i know archie like it was so dismissive of a really valid concern and it felt like maybe it's supposed to be that veronica is overcompensating of like that she's still into archie on some level and she's trying to be like you know i feel like that's a trope where it's like someone's into some like a one member of a couple and they'll like to try and yeah they'll like overcompensate by like trying to keep that couple together and like doing everything they can to like make sure that they're together Um, well riddle me this veronica Wonkon is still on veronica's so jealous she's like you're gonna be with a woman and it's not me nice try Wow. <laughs> she's like stick with Archie because that's like a safe choice exactly Archie's but gay that, it doesn't even matter like exactly like, she knows that him. that's coming down the pike she's like just yeah stay with Archie she knows she's got a little bit of time before she picks up on the fact that he's gay and then by mm-hmm. then she'll be like fully ready to be with him exactly but also, I don't That's want that. <laughs> Veronica sucks. You're telling me if Betty and Veronica ended up together, you wouldn't want it? 
Honestly, no. I would rather Betty and I would I would rather Betty be with Jughead than Betty yeah. be with Veronica. <gasps> Betty can do Betty can do so much better than Veronica. Veronica sucks. Veronica's a capitalist. Come on. So is Cole Sprouse. I'm not saying I want them to be together. I'm just saying. Yes, you are enemy of my enemy. Jughead's in no, the way around. Jughead is in his redemption era. Like he's Allie's gone getting, under a blanket. Jughead is getting better. I don't like oh him, but he's so much better. Veronica sucks. Veronica's trying to ruin. Betty's journey. Jughead left a voicemail for Betty that said she was a cold, fake, duplicitous bitch. Veronica's Veronica's terrible though. <sighs> but what if they were in love? What if they were in love? I don't think they I just I am in no way against Veronica being with a woman. I'm in no way against Betty. I'm very much for Betty being with a very specific woman. I have a little but, scene to play for you, and it's called Veronica Drinks Poison for Betty. And it's going to show it to you. I just... Like, <laughs> at least peering out from under the blanket. To say. <laughs> Go on, Bella. I just don't want that for Betty. I feel like Betty, I've really grown to like Betty a lot in the last season. Mm-hmm. And I've grown to dislike, well, I've always disliked Veronica a lot. So to put them together feels cruel. It's like, yeah, no, I just don't want that for them. But again, what? it's not that I'm against them being with women. I'm against them being with each other. Mm. You are starting to sound like Veronica. <laughs> 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 also, if Veronica and Betty are together, then Agent Drake is available. Bella, you got to think well, you're strategically. So right. And Betty and Veronica are soulmates, so they should be together right now. I think exactly. Right. How do you spell the word schism? I'm tweeting. S C H I S M. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'm not sure what to say. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I do see what you mean, though. I mean, like, I don't like if they. I think there would it would be hard for for them to do it in any way that was so bad that I wouldn't be happy about it. But that's just my weakness. Here's and my thing. wanting it so bad in any shape or form. You know, I think trying to ship Veronica with anyone like any of the main characters yeah it's like for me is like trying to ship current Kevin with any of the main characters it's like I don't want any of them to have to interact with Kevin anymore like I don't yeah Kevin doesn't deserve them yeah so I feel that way about Veronica like like obviously it's very different but like I feel like Veronica is not good enough for really any of them that's true i feel like in my mind it's just like the version in which that exists like veronica being like a woman the version in which that exists is like she's a better version of herself (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's the thing is often with ships i feel like it's often you take the best version of each of the characters yeah yeah and i feel like just like 
the best version of Betty, I think, is way better than the best version of Veronica. I think Veronica is like an inherently very selfish person. Even though she drinks the poison. Even though she drinks the poison. Even though she drinks the poison. poison. She thought her life was going to end just so Betty could continue. She thought it was her last moments were sacrificing herself for Betty. And telling her she loves her. After she shitty their relationship was for three Didn't she literally time. have to drink the poison or she was going to be killed? No, no. they each were supposed to drink one of the cups, but there was only one left. So they deduced that that was the poison and Veronica grabbed it from her hand and drank it. Yeah. I just. Isn't feel- that what, what secret girlfriends do? Try to kill each other's boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> see, Sorry like, for my cackle. Right. Like I do, it was just funny to see Ellen grab that, her hair and anguish. I do think that Veronica is like a selfish person, and I do think that maybe the way that she's like written, like I can't say whether or not it would be good for Betty because they talk to each other about once a season. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so like, delicious what they do. Oh. <laughs> I just I feel like they have so little in common like I feel like they're just like Veronica to me is at the end of the day all about capitalism like that is her thing she's so into like I need to make as much money as possible I'm gonna screw over all these different people in the process I'm gonna like create all these different businesses like yeah i am like what's she running from inside you know (sighs) (laughs) just like but literally like she has the ability to like she's basically a human dialysis machine and she's taking that and she's like i'm gonna fucking make an absence business instead of like curing people (laughs) I just like I know that the material's like not there in the way that you would like it to be. <laughs> but then but, how- but like I wouldn't say that Archie and uh, Betty are compatible either. Like I don't think so either. I, mean? I really I feel like and maybe and- it's just because I'm so excited about Agent Drake that I and I feel like Betty <laughs> laid out really good reasons for them not to be together. Like I do agree. I feel like Archie has become very boring and very whatever. Love him being a union leader. Rather Bughead be the end game. Bughead, enemy of our lives, Bughead. I just, I have never found Veronica to have a compelling romance on the show. I don't think that can. I think it would be so interesting if she liked women, though. I I don't know that. But I don't know that Camila Mendes has it in her. No offense to Camila Mendes. Hey, it's fine. I have not seen any evidence that she can play a, like a compelling romance. And so I just don't want the end game to be like for one of the characters I really like to be with someone who's. It's like if it was with Heather. Like I, that's part of why I don't like Heather is I yeah. find no chemistry. I don't know. I'm so sorry yeah, to have dropped okay. this off. And again, it's, it's not okay. that I'm like pro bughead in any way. I just mean, I feel like that would make a lot. Like, I don't know. I feel like current Jughead, like he's doing his best. I feel like he's become a nice kind of quiet guy. He's, 
they would you like him no, with me too. Again, I don't actually want this in any way. I'm I saying I actually want Corona. <laughs> Sorry. Did you know she's been in like nine things total? Because Riverdale was her debut in anything. Really? Yeah. yeah. She was she was in Palm Springs. I know. I know. I didn't Spring. think she I was know, very you know good that. in Palm Springs. She married V. I know, I know you know. <laughs> you didn't think she was good in that? That's fine. I didn't personally. I, I but I, but I also saw it at a time when I my hatred of Veronica was at its peak. Right. So I feel like I was bringing a lot of that bias I, into it. I mean, I hate Veronica too. I think maybe I've just been brainwashed like by the edits. whole time that this shit like through thick and thin. I've always like whenever I hated Veronica, I'm still like. Veronica would still be compelling and interesting. If the thing is that it's so unlikely to happen that the writing would have to completely change for it to happen, which is like which I'm they're existing, capable I'm of changing the writing. This, yeah, but I'm existing in this fantasy where it's I mean where it could happen and that alternate reality would be more interesting than any like I wouldn't like it. Do you remember when Choni was like breaking up and it was like even though we really wanted them to be together it was also like Cheryl needs to figure out her shit and Tony does not deserve to be stuck in like a relationship with someone who's being really awful and like like you know what I mean of like do you remember this uh, they where we were, were in a relationship like they already were I do know exactly what you mean yeah. I'm saying like if it were like, yeah, we want this ship, but also one of them would not really be good for the other, or like one one of them would need to really work on something. I feel like Veronica really needs to work on her selfishness mm. before she could be a good partner. Yeah, I mean, I guess any. that's kind of what I'm saying, like the writing of, like, would have to change. I mean, in this episode, we saw Veronica be borderline homophobic. Like, I'm not saying <laughs> next episode, Veronica's like gonna, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not if they saying... did. So that's what I'm saying. I didn't like Cheryl at that point in the series. Like, I, she was really bothering me because they were giving us a lot of reasons to not like her. Mm-hmm. But then they've done this whole redemption arc where I do really like Cheryl now. So I'm saying, I feel like if they were to do something like that with Veronica, where she like really kind of takes a look at herself, I feel like she has not done that really at all. I don't think like she's ever, ever really right. done like a, I am a flawed person. Cause I don't know if the writers even view it as a flaw. Just like, we're, I mean, fundamentally different in that. Like I 100% get what you're saying, but even like Veronica's a very worst moment, like season two, like some of like, like when she's like just helping her dad constantly like being the worst like i hated her like there's audio there's audio evidence of me being like fuck veronica like for years now yeah i the whole time i still would have been like veronica that's that's what i mean like even at veronica's very worst like i understand she's a selfish bad person she's a capitalist all that. i think it would be fun I'm not, think- I'm not even saying like they have the best most I mean, like the plot like the possibility is so not there do you know what, like, I think that if they hadn't introduced a much better 
option for you're a woman right. no, for totally. her to be in, I feel like I might feel differently. Like if it were like mm, no, you're right. either Betty is a straight woman or she can be with Veronica, then I might be like, okay, that's I'll give what it we're a that's what we're <laughs> that's that's, Yeah. I mean, up until like three weeks ago, I really thought they were just going to be heterosexual the whole time. So yeah, you know, I feel like they gave her five minutes. If out. they if they said that he's going to be with Agent Drake, like I'm so happy. Like I don't like Veronica would be nothing. You know what I mean? I just mean like that's similar, true, but to, it would be yeah. Sorry. Part of the reason that I'm so anti Heather. Like, I don't know that I would be so anti-Heather if Tony didn't exist. Yeah. Like, okay, but here's a much better partner for her who's right there. And, like, this would be so much better. Like, I feel like that's kind of how, I don't know. It's, but I will keep, yeah. I'll try and keep an open mind. Or I'll try to de- develop an open mind. You don't, have, <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just so, I'm just so shocked because I thought I made my allegiance and do you guys know Camila Mendez was in a Chainsmokers music video? I just learned. Was she really? Yeah, I was. I was scouring through her like ten IMDb credits to see if she'd ever kissed a woman. She has, but it was in Riverdale. The pilot of Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. She looks kind of like she just out of bed which she did i guess um i don't even remember the episode <laughs> um, i'm sorry i have to be veronica i don't even have anything else to I say about Betty it because i didn't like it call with tbk i thought that was really fun mm. it reminded me of the scene in zodiac i'm not sure if it was i think it might have been a reference to that mm-hmm. which scene? um there's a scene in zodiac where they go on a there's like this talk show host. Oh yeah. And he takes that also happened call. in real life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just mean I know it from that. Right. But right. I just it, I feel like it might have been a reference partly to that. Right. In real life did the Zodiac sort of like call the show They had like this late night talk show host, I don't even remember who it was, but like put on like, if you're the Zodiac killer, please call. And he did. Well it and then it turns it's like this really like upsetting call or whatever yeah. this guy like screaming and being like really upset and then it turns out that it's just like someone calling from inside an, like an institution yeah mm-hmm. and it was just like okay we just broadcasted that for no LOL. reason like yeah big lol <laughs> okay um yeah i thought it was kind of interesting to have uh oh my god alice oh my god that was so upsetting yeah, alice for alice's name i thought it was kind of weird to have her as the moderator like hearing about her daughter's <laughs> trauma like, and just being like, um, then what like i thought that was funny that's probably the first time she heard about the dismemberment how <laughs> anyone did besides archie yeah i mean i'm talking about like her mother yeah moderating her mother and weren't they on terrible terms like two seconds ago? Yeah, yeah like really awful. Like moved out of the house, took the children, and like had a bet like a red aura. Yeah, because she was yelling like, at her. Yeah. Well, That's when you like, need a you need a news anchor. <laughs> yeah. In Riverdale. <laughs> also, uh, 
very weird having Kevin at Tony's bachelorette party. Very that made no sense. Wait, what? Kevin sings. I mean, they crashed it. Right? The bachelor- he doesn't sing when they're like getting ready, right? He's just at the after right. party. But the immediate next scene is yeah. him singing and they're all dancing and being like, yeah. And I think Tony like is kind of being like like dancing with him. Because I th- I don't think, well, because the event wasn't their bachelor party. They just were going to go have it at the after party. Right. But they like interact with him and like, wouldn't it, like she literally threatened his life. In she the actually episode. beat him with brass knuckles. Yeah. And said like, if you come for my baby again, I will kill you. She and then the next him, time we see them together, they're dancing together at this party while he's singing a song from a musical. She was just kidding. I did Not like serious. the line. I liked the line where Betty's like, Kevin has decided, like, he's decided he won't go on tomorrow because I ruined his vision. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. that was um, Any other yeah. thoughts on the episode? Um, I thought the music was bad. I already y'all. said that, but I just want to say it again. Real. I liked the a little bit of a slate from the girlies. Yeah. Singing or something about all the fashion designers. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce that. An important thing I want to talk about is they have Percival is talking about he's waiting for Bailey's Comet to yeah. do the next part of his thing and then it's that he's going to go biblical with his union controlling or whatever. And Frank says, like, Uncle Frank is like, so mind control the strikers. You can do that, can't you? And Percival's just like, yes, I can. And it's like, what? Like, so he just accepts, like, okay, there are superpowers and Percival has them and he's using them against people, potentially including me. And yep. he's just cool with it. That's I like Kevin. So he's, yeah. Yeah, maybe he maybe we're meant to believe that he is also being persuaded on some level, yeah. like all I mean, the time. I mean, he tried to he fucked up Archie's like life. He was trying to fuck up Pops pretty hard. Yeah, know? I think it's safe to assume he's, he's long gone. And he had yeah, that's true. He had the Palladium, and so he knew about Archie being invulnerable. Yeah, which that's true. Also, doesn't make sense. I don't know, but just. Yeah. What do you guys think of him getting a nosebleed when he mind controls? I I love when they do that in media. Anytime someone gets a nosebleed from their incredible power. Yes! Um, I liked it. I liked that we talked in previous episodes how we were like, we feel like the plot with him and their war like progresses weirdly. And I still think that's true. But I like the kind of a little bit of give and take but more so just like breadcrumbs of like him going from like this person that they know nothing about that can't figure out a thing and they don't know anything to do against him that now at least to the viewer we see little things here and there of like when 
Jughead managed to erase people's minds and he was like oh okay and then he struck back and then now we have this but we find out that it's hard for him to control a lot of people at the same time and he's like has some kind of vulnerability I like it a lot because he's still it's not like it's not like they discovered his palladium of like oh we got it we figured out his weakness but it's more like he could be taken down which I like I think he's still a very formidable foe but he's got he's not just it's not just like Thanos like there's not a thing you can do yeah I mean it does seem like if all of those union workers understand that they had just been brainwashed like if they understand that he has mind control powers and that well I guess maybe they don't understand that he can't do it on large scale yeah but just like it seems like they could just all swarm him just and it would be fine. Like, literally yeah. just all hit it. And I mean, they all fit tether now, anyway. So True. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he wouldn't be able... I don't know. It just seems silly. But also, I don't understand. If he can bring plagues and he can, like, do all these things, I don't see why he can't just be, like, Archie comes down with, like, a terrible illness or, like, oh, like, I don't know why he can't. Well, I'm guessing, I would, I would hope at least that in the, with him bringing on the plague, it's going to be some kind of like big spell. It's not just going to yeah. be like, he's like, and now the plague, like, I think, sure like, sure. yeah, or might be like, like the Baylor's comment, like, like takes like a event. Yeah. I would hope, but you're right. It might just be, he's like, oh, I guess I'll do this. <laughs> Um, who would you guys' MVP be? Betty. <laughs> she finally killed someone for real. She has gun, very cool. Sang a song, very cool. Looked great. Voice of an angel. Um, considered for attraction women, very cool. Grappled with mental illness, very cool. Um, looked great. Danced a little. She was in Hustlers. Um, yeah. She slayed over all. I thought it would suck that she was still with Archie. Um, but it can't be helped right now. Yeah, I'm a fan. Betty forever, which is so, it's so funny because I used to... It is so bad in yeah. season four. And now she's like a cop for real. But I guess I'm looking past that right now. So. It's better, though. It's better, so she doesn't seem to be actively a cop for well, I guess I she mean, is because she's finding TBK. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have to see it. I feel like her, she's the kind of uh, television cop that's more about solving puzzles versus right. like police brutality. On the beat. Enforcing, yeah. Except for that one episode where they go in and just beat all those. When they very much do police brutality. Just police brutality, and it's we're supposed to root for them. That was insane. Yeah, that's bad. Um, I'm gonna give it to Agent Drake. Shockingly, um, nice. I just think I really liked her in this episode. I really enjoy her presence, not just because she's really hot. Like I really do actually like the character. Mm-hmm. I think she's interesting, and I like her kind of as someone for Betty to play off of. Mm 
like even not in a romantic context like I just think that they're interesting as Mm -hmm. colleagues um versus like Glenn or whatever like that colleague like I've just found that kind of boring I feel like they have like interesting actor chemistry um Mm -hmm. I also like that she was direct and instead of just being like kind of flirtatious or whatever I like that she was like listen I am attracted to you are you attracted to me like I've been sensing whatever I like that I didn't love that she then kept trying to be like okay but are do you actually like Archie don't you like me though like like I didn't yeah but I still overall I liked her presence in this episode a lot Mm -hmm. yeah I hope she is constant I hope she doesn't disappear now that she served her purpose of trying to shake Eddie's devotion to Archie (laughs) I'm trying like so desperately to think of anybody else this is really hard I'm gonna say I'm going to say Tabitha for singing Bread and Roses. Yeah, she gave. That's it. She helped with the union. The union people. Yeah. She gave free food to people. She did sing Bread and Roses. She um, does a little smart food popcorn ad. Yes. And she came to slay with the other girls, too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she came to the other girls. Um, and I don't uh, want to pick anybody else. So. Go tab. I liked she was still supporting Jughead in his troubles, and I'm glad that she knows where he is because that was unclear at the end of the last episode. Mm -hmm. God. Yep. Go Tabitha. Tabitha forever. As as Ellie has no point. Um, What would you guys give this episode out of 10? I'm going to give it six out of ten knives and guns bought on (laughs) (laughs) Eastleigh. And like four of those are for Agent Drake. I feel like Mm -hmm. really, I feel like she really carried this episode for me. I just, I feel like the, I feel like the idea of the episode was solid I feel like the execution was not very good in that like I think the idea of having a murder convention or whatever I think that's kind of interesting that could have been cool especially if it were like or it could have been really camp and that could have been fun Mm -hmm. but I felt like it was just very boring just not very um I mean they had to buy like they had to pay all those extras they had to get the set they had to do all those things I feel like they could have done more with it and I felt like the music was not good I think personally something I've learned over the course of the series is I don't like Casey Cott's singing voice it's kind of weird no offense to him like I think he's a fine singer it's not that he's a bad singer it's just I don't like his voice and I think so for that reason having it be that two of two of the four songs I guess are sung by him like I was just not into it um but I liked the wrapping up of the TBK storyline and I I really did like the Barchi conversations um 
but I just yeah wasn't into anything with Heather shockingly and I felt like the Percival stuff we barely saw one thing I forgot to say is I the I liked in the beginning when uh Charles is talking about serial killers and he's just like yeah we generally don't do this like he just like identifies us I thought that was great that was really cool mm-hmm. um yeah that's mine um I'll give it 6.25 serial killers. Um, yeah, I liked it less than all the preceding episodes for sure. But um, I don't know, I still liked it. Like it's, it's fun. It's a little camp. It wasn't like barely though, like October camp or something like that. Um, no Jughead, which was cool. Um, a lot going on, which was cool. Um, very disappointed though by a lot of different parts of it, um, which kind of just culminates into me not liking it a whole lot. And I think 6.25 is generous. Nice. I am going to give it four out of 10 seminars on hybristophilia because I didn't like, like it very much. Had a blast watching it with my dear friends. Love what four. Wow. Had a blast watching it with my dear friends, but I didn't, it really let me down. And I think the expectation was part of the problem with that. Mm-hmm. It was a musical episode. It was a serial killer convention. It was by Betty and it was, and all of it turned to nothing, turned to ashes. Like I was just annoyed. I didn't like it very much. And I again I feel like the, yeah, the potential was there and they did not follow through mm. yeah predictions um, biblical we got two episodes left we believe mm. psyched for the biblical plague can't lie what are I'm going to really quick look up I what really the things are in it None? Well, you have to come up with one. I, um, would love for, some, for the Tang's wedding, for the Tang's relationship to fail somehow. That's my prediction, but that it will not result in anything. Good. Do you think that they will have a wedding, or do you Not think they really won't even the make it that episode. far? I don't think they'll <gasps> that far. Sorry. Do you guys want to know what the ten plagues are? Like the ten things that happen in the Book of Exodus. Sure. Um, and many of these were in the promo, which is mm-hmm. like twenty seconds long. So they might actually do all ten, which is interesting because it's forty-five minutes of television. <laughs> Turning water into blood, frogs, lice, or gnats, wild animals, or flies pestilence of livestock, boils, thunderstorms of hail and fire, uh, locusts, darkness for three days, and then death of firstborn son. So that's not looking good for baby Anthony. Wow. Do you guys think they're going to kill a baby on screen in this episode? (laughs) I wonder about, I mean, it would be kind of um, La Llorona true i 
I, I don't think they will, but yeah. I'm trying I, to think of, I feel like a lot of our male characters are the firstborn sons. That's true. That's true. I think Very that amazing. someone is going to sacrifice their life for baby Anthony. Maybe not in this episode, maybe in the finale, but it's going to be a classic, like person sacrifices their life, they're dying or they die and then are brought back to life. Probably with witch magic. I'm thinking it'll either be Fangs, Tony, or Cheryl, because there are benefits to all three. Maybe Kevin or Cheryl. Oh, Kevin would be good. Mm-hmm. Bye, Kevin. But what I'm thinking is Fangs or Tony, obviously, the parents. So that would make sense. If it's Fangs, that gets him out of the way. Sorry. <laughs> if it's Tony, it's like La Llorona. If it's Cheryl, that shows her devotion to Tony and her family. And if it's Kevin, a good way to write him hate him. So all four are good options. Yeah, I think someone's going to sacrifice their life. I think Percival's going to kiss somebody next episode. I think Percival's going to have a little kissy. I think... Do you think that um, it's that we're going to see betty find out that veronica talked to agent drake no i'm so sorry i think this is gone now okay it's very sad but i think we may never hear a word of agent drake again (laughs) really i'm scared i'm scared scared. i don't i feel yeah that's really interesting case is over yeah i think we might have seen our last Um, i'm really sorry which is dismay i hope Mm -hmm. not but i fear i'm gonna look if she's in the credits for the next episode (laughs) i think that jughead will plane walk into rivervale oh because I would like to see it. That's all. Do you have any more? All right. She in it? There's like no information about this episode. Yeah, I bet it would be hard to find. Wow. I don't think that the next episode... Yeah, it's not the finale. Especially because it's not written by... Roberto. Roberto, yeah. And I couldn't find the source, but when I was looking it up, it was saying that the finale is supposed to air in two weeks. So I saw just something about like it's the, it, like how there wasn't one last week. It might just not be like next week. Or, like there might just not be more than two weeks after next week. Yeah. I am sure, but the finale said it would be on the third fourth. Sorry, my bad. But, it might be but who knows? IMDb is saying that the biblical episode is in two weeks what says airs june 26th but it also has like no information about it so it could just be wrong oh that's actually what i saw on the other one too i just did the math incredibly wrong in my head i was like that's next week which is not um okay so then maybe it's not next week and then they'll do the final two or something yeah excited to see it Betty forever. Allie, can we give him a famous I, Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think Uncle Frank is going to die. Yes. That'd be great. 
It'd be really hard on Archie though, but maybe that's that. Maybe I'll sacrifice myself for good. Like what I've been saying since the beginning is like someone's gonna like Kevin, his redemption's gonna be like he throws himself in the way of the killing blast to baby Anthony or something like, yeah. Well, see you later, Dinks. Woo.